Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With former Blues superstar defenseman Jamie Rivers and Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. Let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined what I, by what I believe one of the best NFL writers in the business. He writes for ESPN.com. He is Bill Barnwell joining us here on the show. Bill, always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Let's start with this. The Houston Texans decide, I believe rightfully so, to fire Bill O'Brien. My question to you, because I've seen kind of conflicting beliefs on this, is that a good job? Because on one hand, you have Deshaun Watson, so you've got the hard part done with the quarterback. On the other hand, the asset management hasn't exactly been great over the last 18 months or so. Do you think that whoever gets that job next is inheriting a good job, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it depends. You know, I think because obviously Bill O'Brien uh, lost two jobs. He lost his coach job, and he lost his GM job. I think it's better for the coach than it is for the GM, because Deshaun Watson obviously is a big asset there. and super talented player signed to the long term. I mean, you know, there's a core of talented players there. You're just not going to be able to add all that much to it. So, you know, to me, looking at, you know, not having draft picks this year, not having a first or second this year, having missed out on some draft picks in recent years because of some of their trades, uh, having spent, I think, $247 million this year, the most of any team in football, um, that's not a great job for a GM because you're not going to get credit for, uh, you know, drafting Watson, you're going to get credit for, you know, kind of having these sort of drafts for third and fourth round picks. But for a coach where, you know, if you win nine or 10 games at Watson, you're going to get the credit for it. I think it's a much better job. So I think you're going to see maybe better coaching candidates, but uh, not really the brightest and best general manager candidates, uh, I would figure, for Houston uh, when they do hire a GM. Now, Bill, uh, look, staying isolated with the Bill O'Brien situation right now, was it the performance of the team overall? Or was it maybe the public blow-up that Bill O'Brien had with one of his star players that kind of pushed the team over the edge into relieving him of his duties? I think it has to be, you know, sort of disagreeing with his players. Because, I mean, you know, guys, I look at the NFL right now. Adam Gase has a job. Matt Patricia <laughs> has a job. You know, like, like, like Bill O'Brien is someone who I think he was very bad as GM. But, like, this guy won four division titles in five years as a head coach. He's not a bad coach. And so, to me, you know, if they started out with four with that schedule, where they played three really tough teams to start the season, and they still went and fired Bill O'Brien after, you know, giving him carte blanche to basically, you know, blow up the organization over the past two years, that's crazy uh, to me if it's just the 0-4 start. So, to me, I think it has to be that, you know, you have a fight with J.J. Watt, uh, you have a fight with, you know, some of the other players on your roster, maybe with some of the people in your organization, where ownership says, hey, you know, maybe a year ago, I was willing to tolerate that, but now, you know, even given you know, given the record, given how you're acting, 
in the building, given the, the screams you have, given what I'm hearing from other people, you know, this might be too much for me. We're talking to Bill Barnwell here on 101 ESPN. So maybe the Texans are this team for you, Bill, but are there any teams in the league right now that are 1-3, 0-4 through the first four weeks of the season that you still feel like have a fighting chance to make the playoffs? I know there's an extra team for each league this year, so you feel a little bit better after a slow start. Are there any teams standing out to you that are 0-4, 1-3 right now that actually have a real shot to still make the playoffs? Yeah, I got to go with the Cowboys because they only have to get, you know, we only have to improve by a game or so to maybe be in first place in the NFC East, right? You know, at the end of the day, like, you want to go for the, the path of least resistance. And I think the Cowboys, um, you know, they're obviously the defense is a mess. No no one's going to argue otherwise. The offense, I think, very good, very sloppy, though. Six fumbles lost this year, all in the first half of games. And that's just not going to happen. You know, you're not going to be spotting the other team 14 points on offense, let alone having a terrible defense. And, of course, they still have, I believe, six games against what I wrote in my column this week, the second worst division in football over the last 50 years. So, you know, pretty easy slate of opponents coming up for them. Hold so, on, second worst uh, division in the last 50 years? Yep, the second worst. They are 3-12-1, I believe, as a division, right? I don't have it in front of me, but uh -huh. off the top of my head, I think they're 3-12-1. That is the second worst record for any division uh, through the first four games over the last 50 years. Uh, there was one 3-13 and division and they're over their first four games, I think in 1984, the AFC Central. But otherwise, that, that that's pretty bad. So the Cowboys, I feel like, you know, uh, they're going to stop making as many mistakes. Like the Eagles, of course, so many injuries, so banged up. Uh, Washington changing their quarterback today. The Giants are oh, the Giants are another mess altogether. So to me, I think the Cowboys are best positioned to, uh, you know, hop out from one and three and still make the postseason. All right, Bill, we play a little game of buy, sell, and hold here on our mm -hmm. show, and we just had an interesting topic that had a whole bunch of different answers, and the, the buy, sell, or hold is on Josh Allen. Can <laughs> he continue to do what he's doing moving forward? This is ridiculous, Bill. I don't understand what I'm watching with Josh <laughs> Allen right now. Neither do I, and you know what? I'm happy to say I'm wrong. I, I did not expect this. Wrote about him last year. Went back and watched a ton of his games. And, you know, there was definite progress last year from what we saw in 2018, what we saw in college, but was still erratic, you know, still kind of made mistakes, was smart with the football, but his accuracy just was not there. And historically, that has not been a thing you can improve as a pro. And give credit to the Bills, of course, surrounded him with a lot of talent, made that trade for Stephon Diggs, which looks great. Uh, give credit to uh, Brian Dayball, their offensive coordinator, a guy who has not had a lot of success in the past. He's improved dramatically. Uh, very smart offense, really a modern offense for Josh Allen. And give a ton of credit to Josh Allen. This guy has improved. He's gotten significantly better. And it's not just a, a four-game fluke. He looks better in on film. He looks better. You know, the numbers are dramatically better. Uh, to me, he's one of the top two or three quarterbacks in football right now. So to me, I don't think he's going to be that good the rest of the way. But I think we have to recognize that he's not going to be the guy who was sort of a laughing stock, you know, in 2018 or at parts of 2019. This is a guy who, you know, is a legitimate above average NFL starting quarterback. So with that in the back of our mind, are the Bills the biggest threat to the Chiefs right now in the AFC? And if it's not them, Bill, who is it? I would say the Bills. You know, I think the Steelers, the Bills, the, the Ravens. Uh, are sort of in that discussion, sort of in a second tier behind the Chiefs. Of course, for the Ravens, you know, get stomped when they played the Chiefs. <laughs> so maybe they're not the uh, the team we were hoping for if you want someone to challenge the Chiefs. But I think it's, you know, one of those three teams. And it just comes down to, you know, who's healthiest when they play the Chiefs and, and who's doing well. And, of course, if the Chiefs can stay healthy as well because they are, you know, a team that has a lot of continuity coming back, but always one injury to Patrick Mahomes or, you know, one injury away to Frank Clark or Chris Jones to being a different sort of football team. So, uh 
you know, I, I think the Chiefs are number one, and I think those three teams are sort of in tier two right behind them. All right, Bill, we're seeing a number of different positive COVID tests popping up throughout the places. I know the Patriots shut down their facility today, but really mm-hmm. the big news that I focus on and we focused on today is what does the NFL do with the Tennessee Titans, who apparently just ignored the protocol and went and had an off-site practice at a local high school and their game with the Steelers was, you know, bumped to the end of the season, like – what are we looking at here as far as disciplinary action from the NFL? I mean, you know, uh, the, the, ha, ha, what, what can I say? You know, forfeit has not been on the table <laughs> as of yet, but you got to figure that's going to come up at some point. I mean, these are teams now with the Bills, the Steelers, even the Ravens who had to move their schedule around, who had their seasons uprooted for something they didn't do wrong. You know, if you're the Steelers and you don't get a bye week, really, because you, you practice on your bye week until the end of the week and – you know, you lose, uh, let's say, T.J. Watt to a hamstring injury in Week 16 because he didn't get a break. You know, are Tennessee uh, is Tennessee going to send you Harold Landry or Jadavian Clowney for the postseason? Of course not. You know, I, I think that's the really frustrating thing, and I think you know it could be a possible doc draft picks. It could be, you know, uh, it could be a lot of different things. It could be a fine, a big fine for the organization. Um, I think forfeit would be really tough. I think the NFL would really rather avoid that if possible. But, you know, we've seen – take the coaches, for example. You know, we saw the NFL really make an example of a few coaches right at the beginning of the season to sort of, you know, put put fear into other coaches and say, hey, if you don't follow our protocol, you are going to not only pay a significant fine, but the next thing is going to be loss of draft pick suspension. And – with Tennessee, it would not shock me if, you know, forfeit, I think would be unlikely. But I think this is a situation now where you have Tennessee, you know, not wearing masks in the facility at times. You have them practicing offsite. I think they're going to be made an example of. And I think, you know, anything short of forfeit right now to me, I think, is on the table for uh, what, what, what's happened with Tennessee. Bill, I honestly would even put forfeit on the table. Like normally uh, mm-hmm. earlier this week, I said that's ridiculous. I can't believe that we're even talking about this. This could happen to anybody. Right. It's a pandemic. And when you have a pandemic, we've seen this thing can get into the White House. It can get into a football locker room. Mm-hmm. So I get all of that. But they were reckless. They were negligent. They decided to go out there when the NFL specifically told them do not practice together. And they practice mm-hmm. together. So when you do something that reckless, suddenly I, I I don't have a whole lot of empathy for them going out there and doing something so stupid, frankly. So if they decided, hey, you got to take the loss this weekend, uh, this is one of those spots where I, I actually wouldn't blame the league for doing so because you have to eventually prove the point that this is very serious. And if they're going to try to play through this this season, you can't have actions like the Titans had over over the past week. I agree. I, I, you know, to me, I think forfeit is a valid option. I'm saying the NFL, I think, would rather avoid that if at all possible. Um, but I do agree. I, I do think that, you know, the fact that you have Roger Saffold, who's you know a great player, a veteran, going on Twitter and saying, "Hey, I'm going to back my guys. I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm not going to apologize for this." It's a bad sign. It's a bad look. It, it's just, you know, I, I think the NFL really operates in its own universe. You know, I think the rules are are a little different for NFL players and NFL teams than they are for the rest of us. And, and sometimes that can be, you know, just the reality of the situation. But sometimes I think you have to push back and say, hey, this is not okay. And even though, you know, uh, you might get away with something during a typical year, you can't do that now. And so I think with, with Tennessee, I mean, you know, I, I, I think it should be on the table. I don't think it is uh, – I, I would be surprised if they do it, but I also would, would not think the NFL was wrong uh, if they did give 
the uh, Titans a forfeit for this upcoming game. And I don't know, maybe they'll, they'll do the Week 18 thing where they'll push the playoffs back a week and have that, they'll play that game in Week 18. But, you know, again, I mean, you're seeing teams who did the right thing punished for Tennessee doing the wrong thing. And there's only so many weeks you can do that before you're going to see other teams get in an uproar about it. Final question for you, Bill, real quick. Uh, last week, we had some great matchups across the league. This week, uh, not quite as many, especially if that <laughs> Bills-Titans game gets canceled or postponed or whatever they decide to do with it. Is there any game in particular that you're like, man, that is going to be an awesome matchup, and I can't wait to see it because we're going to learn something about those two teams? No, I have to admit it's a bad week. Um, not, nothing, not to admit, nothing comes to mind for me, unfortunately. I'm sorry. I'm interested you know, in individual teams. I want to see what the Cowboys do. I want to see – you know, uh, if the Giants are maybe, maybe I would say Giants Cowboys actually. Now that I think about it, because you know the Cowboys obviously they need to improve on defense, and the Giants, I mean, a team that is own four, it's a mess. They haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. Daniel Jones looks awful. If if they don't get right against the Cowboys here, which you know their defense is is hot garbage right now, when are they going to get back? When are they going to get right? You know, what are they going to do? Because this is an organization now that you know Dave Gettleman's job is up for grabs. Joe Judge, who came in you know, kind of being, uh, you know, a, a hard-nosed guy. He's 0-5. If he starts 0-6, we saw what happened with Bill O'Brien, where that kind of wore on his players quickly, and Bill O'Brien had a lot more credibility. So what happens if Joe Judge doesn't, you know, have that sort of response in the locker room and doesn't get any results from his first couple months as Giants coach? So that could be a more interesting game than maybe, you know, those two teams' records indicate on paper. He's Bill Barnwell. Find his work on ESPN.com. For my money, one of the best in the business, a fantastic NFL writer. Bill, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you and your family. Thanks. Have a good one. You got it. That's Bill Barnwell here on 101 ESPN. There's one game, Jamie, one game. I think it's the only one that I'm super interested in this week.